0: a dentist with too much time on his hands and too much recording equipment in his basement. Armed with an obsession to bring entertaining and informative content to the dental world in a way that's never been done before, I give you the Alan Mead Experience. Well, hello and welcome to the Alan Mead Experience. I'm your host, Alan Mead, dentist, podcaster, wheelbarrow salesman. I'd like to introduce you to my co-host for today, uh, a friend of mine. Well, we're maybe more than friends. We've slept together, in a manner of so. speaking. His name is right. Dr. Lance Timmerman. Lance, how are you doing?
1: I'm doing well, thanks.
0: Welcome to the Allen Mead Experience. Lance has had many ways of the Allen Mead Experience. <laughs> we, Lance and I went to a podcast nerd uh, meeting back. God, it was a couple of years ago now. It's like to call the podcast yeah. movement and we stayed together. I think you still have a room and invited me to Anaheim this summer too. I don't think I'm going yeah. to swing that, but yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I always tell people the first time we actually met, we
0: slept we together. We slept together. It's true. Yeah, I mean, we're yeah. sort of That's mm-hmm. I, I suspect people assume that about us anyhow, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> Probably right. So those and, and what's funny about that is that meeting was actually um, those meetings are pretty good. They're they're yeah. they're pretty good. There there's a lot of stuff there but it's like such a funny thing to know that like there's a whole culture of podcasting like not just cuz some of the listeners listen to a lot of dental podcasts maybe or something but like mm-hmm. the idea that you're going to start a podcast and it's going to be your living and it's like a get rich quick scheme in some ways or or this is yeah. what this there's like it, it's just just like i i found it funny that there's like an entire culture of people who think that the way that they're going to bust out of their regular nine to five is oh, to yeah, start yeah. a podcast, you know.
1: Well, I, and I was looking at it because there was all these different lectures on how to monetize and how to get sponsors, and I'm just trying to figure out how to sound better.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm actually trying to figure out how to use a microphone. How to, yeah.
1: No, but <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I think that there's
0: something to be said about all of that, but I also think that I think a lot of people feel like I'm just going to get a mic and start printing money. You know, just simple as that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a and frankly, it's it's clearly. Um, I mean, Adam Carolla can do that. But right. it's only because Adam Carolla was Adam Carolla before he started a podcast, you know so exactly that's it's yeah. but it, it was I like those meetings I would do it again mm-hmm. too and and that the last one was in Chicago, but it was in July it was over July fourth or so mm-hmm. and, and we always had family stuff, so I didn't make it but yeah. anyhow, yeah now it's in Anaheim, so it's mm-hmm. in August or something, so we could maybe go see the mouse too You never know probably yeah sounds good so how's everything good, good
1: I uh... It's a Friday, so uh, it's even better.
0: Yeah, definitely. So I am going to be actually, next Friday, I will be in, in Tacoma taking a BioClear course. And so we are actually, BioClear, it sounds like we are, exactly, we're missing each other next weekend. You live <laughs> yeah. there and I'm missing you this
1: time. <laughs> the one weekend you're going to be in my town I know, right? and I'm going to be out of town. Yeah. So well, You're out of town, you're
0: you're you're out of town a lot, it sounds like. Lance, <laughs> has, Lance has, okay, so I'm just going right to it. We're doing the fly in the wall. Sure. I want to hear everything about Lance's life right now. The Alan Mead Experience. Fly on the wall. Okay, picture this: I'm a fly on the wall in your bedroom on a Monday morning. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> that's. I should rephrase that. <laughs> what, what are you going to be doing this day? Tell me about okay. your. Tell me about your your days and your weeks. And so, what's going okay. on with Lance Timmerman?
1: Well, because of my uh, anxiety and, and fear of failure, I wake up well before my alarm goes off. So it's is that what it is? Because I didn't realize
0: that's what it was. I always do that. <laughs>
1: I don't even so use an alarm anymore. Yeah. I set for six thirty. I wake up at four forty five and uh you Can't just sleep get anymore. Up and, and just go. Um I uh I <laughs> I installed a shower at my office. I thought I was going to be um, uh, an active. Uh, uh, pr- ride my bike to work and lose weight and be in be sh- in shape. It's really really dark at four in the morning, so um, I just still use the shower. I just drive to the office to do it and uh, beat traffic. Traffic here is terrible. If I wait much longer, it's it'll double my commute. Yeah, no, so I I, 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 I
0: of- remember that I, when I was out there <laughs> last year with you. The traffic is freaking nuts there, and, yeah, and I think yeah. the construction season's like all the time.
1: Yeah, yeah, and so um, my typical. Uh, Typical day is it's Monday through Thursday, uh, Wednesday. Uh, we start at 7, first page 7.30, and we go till 5.30. And then on alternating weeks, uh, I'll do Thursday, Friday in Mountain View, California. So Wednesday after work, I go straight to the airport to hit, catch a flight to go to San Francisco, and I'll be back by just a late dinner You're working
0: Friday. in Mountain View? Yeah. Like Google. for Google, basically? Just show up <laughs> and do some code for them?
1: Yeah, you know, I show them how it's done.
0: Yeah, good. Well, I'm glad someone I'm, will. I'm helpful. You know, that's I'm, I'm all. Me? That okay, way. so so God, I didn't realize it was Mountain View. I thought I, yeah. I don't know why I thought it was Southern California. I didn't realize it was Mountain View. That's like that's like, how in the world do you hook that gig up?
1: <laughs> it's kind of a long story, but but I, I met a guy online. <laughs> I met a guy. <laughs> this older gentleman online, and he was he was actually not far off from that. But I met someone who was wanting to implement sleep apnea in the practice, and um, I told him how the potential. The money, money aside, money is there. Um, but the the population was underserved. I did a little Google search, and there wasn't a whole lot of people that at the time that was was doing sleep. And I I wanted to make sure if he was going to implement um, to do it right and not just make them like night guards take impressions and, and send them off. And you know, medical billing was is a challenge and and all these different things. At the time when we were exploring this, uh, I was looking to relocate, and I still am, but uh, it's got to be a soft landing. Before
0: I. Amen, brother.
1: So I, I wanted to actually have a job that was already established before I gave up Seattle. And so uh, at, at the time, it was going to be a shorter transition. Um, things changed in the practice. So net, right now, it's just I have two jobs I mm-hmm. want to practice and I'm an employee in a practice. Mm-hmm. And then on alternating weekends, if I'm not in California on Thursday, Friday, I may be lecturing for Blue Sky Bio Academy on sleep apnea or for BioClear. I, I helped BioClear once and. It may end up being more mm-hmm. uh, depending on the schedules. So uh, I'm not home a whole lot, but the kids, two, I have three daughters, two in college, and one's a freshman in high school, no one really wants me home anyway.
0: So. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's always sort of the, <laughs> that's the unspoken thing, like, okay, honey, yeah. great, have another great yeah. weekend. Maybe <laughs> don't
1: come back yeah. for a while, yeah. that's good. When I am home, when I am home, they're like, oh, you're here? Oh, uh. <laughs> oh you,
0: oh, you, yeah, that's right. <laughs> That's all right. Just uh, I mean it is the the two kids in college after having two kids having having three kids where you're doing all those activities you have a different like your your whole lifestyle yeah. is different now than it was clearly. I know this vividly because we have, you know, a 7-year-old and a 9-year-old boy and our our lives basically this whole podcasting gig happens when they're not around. So when they're asleep right. or when they're at school, that's pretty much it. So mm-hmm. understandably it's like in some ways, I, I look at you, I'm, I'm a little jealous because I'm like, that's time that you can actually choose what you're doing rather than show up right. and be the parent, you know?
1: Yeah, I mean, my, my kids were active. We, we wanted them – well, I think we were scared they were going to be, you know, crack horse. And so we yeah, – The fear is always there, right? It's,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> so we would – you know, they were um, in volleyball. I learned it from and, you! I'm sorry, <laughs> <laughs> Lead by example, and so uh, come to find out, volleyball is. I, mean, I grew up playing soccer or basketball. You had mm-hmm. a game for an hour, and you you warmed up for fifteen minutes in advance. Mm-hmm. God, volleyball is not that. You show up at six a.m., seven a.m., and you'll have three games throughout the day. But there's a whole lot of hours between games. It, it you don't go home till nine, 8, 9 p.m. Wow, it's it's a twelve hour thing, and so you do several years. What I of love that. about
0: that too is that like the coaches, the organizers, all that stuff. They don't ask your opinion on that. It just is. <laughs> L- yeah, like, yeah. like they're like, when when would be the best time for these? Games? No, no, no. There's none of that. You're just there. If your daughter if your daughter is participating, you're just there. Mm-hmm. You're just there. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Work? No, you can't have a job. Silly, right? Right. That's crazy. And then the out of state yeah. tournaments and all. Yeah, no, other exactly. Things. That's the other thing. You're lucky if the tournaments are within you know close range to home. That's exactly right. Oh well,
1: and what, you feel terrible when your your daughter finally doesn't make a team and she fails and and, and in you're your mind you're cheering. like, yes,
0: I could stay home a little bit. No,
1: <laughs> it's terrible, but I I totally yeah. get it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so she, they finally gave that gave stuff like that up, and they were active in in high school and things. And all of a sudden, they they graduate and move on. And uh, I mean, my oldest daughter took a gap year, and yeah. so she's actually the same same class as my next daughter. Okay, they're both they both finished their freshman year, but the what would have been my oldest first freshman year, um, she she took off to Europe and uh, traveled alone and bounced. She had seventeen countries in three I remember, months.
0: I remember that. Yeah. So
1: so I mean, i, I I've got kids that uh that can take care of themselves yeah, and are very, very spirited active. yeah and uh so then when all of a sudden when they're gone you know all, the house is quiet <laughs> i can only imagine it's way too big of a house for just me and my wife i
0: mm-hmm.
1: guess so that's that's that was one of the reasons and for, what's funny about it your
0: youngest place. it's like it, your youngest in a flash she'll be in college too i mean like it's, oh my god yeah. it, she just turned 15 so yeah that's your the clock <laughs> is ticking to where it's an empty house here yeah, that's crazy yeah, I'm yeah, a little yeah. I'm a little jealous. I won't lie to you, but it's it's <laughs> but it's also like I get it. I mean, you, you don't Soon enough if you, you don't know. have kids or if you just have infants and you think that there's you you have so much time that you're spending with them. It's mm-hmm. like you uh, literally this is my first year where there's been a lot of activities like and. um. It's just it's every night for us. It's every mm-hmm. night, you know. And and so I like I say I plan the I plan the the only thing I do outside the office basically and feeding horses and mowing the lawn is is podcasting. So I just plan this stuff outside of of when we have mm-hmm. other stuff. But it's crazy, like our like and literally the only times I go anywhere we're terrible about taking vacation. I will say that that's <laughs> it, our dental courses like courses when yeah. I'm taking a course. Well, so meanwhile, like. <laughs> It's it's like vacation. I don't. I never know whether to be giddy or or, or frustrated because I'm I'm away from my house for a couple days and I have to take the stupid course versus just like just doing something that's not my normal routine. So I'm a right. little I'm a little torn. I <laughs> to talk that. about expensive vacations. Yeah, really. You, your <laughs> vacation has two. You easy. can you can write it off except you got to <laughs> pay for it. That's exactly right. I get yeah. it completely. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I mean, like, okay. So let's just talk a little bit about that. I'm just going to completely mm-hmm. short circuit what I asked you because. I'm coming out to take BioClear posterior. Uh-huh. You 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 actually lectured for them at the Townie meeting on posterior. But you are you are sort I of did. your crash course with regards to taking the actual courses in Tacoma. You took the anterior and the posterior within like a couple of weeks of each other, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. So I, I in January I took the anterior course, and you know talk about mind expansion. I'm like, oh my god, it it, it filled a gap. It it. It was logical, and, and like why didn't I think of that kind of a thing? Yeah, and uh, signed up for the posterior, and luckily be, being so close, I'm I, I'm a half hour away. I know from, it freaking uh, kills me. I'm I'm a four, <laughs> a four and a half hour plane flight in a
0: hotel and a rental car and, and horrible traffic, and yeah, and you're like right, you could walk for crying out loud, uh, just mean, about, yeah, just
1: about. Well, so then they they said, hey, um, something fell through with somebody. Would I take their spot? You know, this is like two <laughs> weeks later, yeah. And I'm like, ah. Uh, Sure. So I took the post year course again. the The technology it just made sense, and I was excited for it. And it was it's the kind of thing you know you take a course sleep apnea and, and it's it's a totally different service you haven't it been is. doing. It is. So you there's a lot of implementation. There's a lot of resistance. There's BioClear learning the the different method. You're already doing you're already it, doing just, all of this. That's exactly
0: yeah. right. It's uh, Seth Godin would call it zooming. In other words, it was. Change is hard on everyone, but if you're zooming, you're just doing it a little bit different. You know, you're doing right. it a little bit different to try something different, but there's not that whole discomfort of this is completely different. Mm-hmm. It, BioClear is clearly a zooming process, I and I, I agree. Yeah. I agree. And I, what's really funny, I had the matrices for 100 years and was using them, <laughs> and I think I was using them pretty close to, to – but taking the course, I realized, mm-hmm. okay, this is how it all fits together. So you can even get great results without knowing their method. Um, but, but I really feel like putting it all together made a big difference for me. But so anyhow, you yeah. took that, you took it and you felt like it was a big, uh, it was a, a game changer, except for the fact that you're already doing all these procedures all day long. Anyhow.
1: Yeah. It, you found a way to be more efficient. So you're taking your, what might've taken you 45 minutes to do. Now you can do it in 15 to 20. I know. So the thing. They, and they don't market that
0: at all. No. The BioClear no. guys do not market time savings at all. And it is. It totally
1: yeah. is. And so I'm, now you probably could. So I'll assume this. I'm the kind of guy in class that I'll crack wise and, 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 and liven the conversations mm-hmm. and, and be funny and all that kind of stuff. And um, um, a few weeks ago, like three weeks before the townie meeting, uh, David call, contacts me. He says, hey, I've got a conflict. I can't be there. You know, no, no one else can, can be there. Will you uh, present uh, the poster here for us mm-hmm. at the townie? I'm like, well, sure. Okay. I He says, I'll provide the, uh, the PowerPoint. You just got to stand up there. Well then like 5 days beforehand the he, we get together on a Saturday to you know give me my the the powerpoint. I thought he had a presentation I just had to narrate it. Yeah. No, we we spent a Saturday putting it creating, together. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Looking all these. I mean, he had, he had a lot video. of photography.
0: That's I mean he had a, lot of, oh he my had a God. lot of stuff. Yeah, exactly.
1: So I was trying to be very clear that it wasn't my pictures on the on the screen. Mhm. As I would uh, narrate and explain the whole process. I, and I interjected. I created my own. I, I made it my own. I added stuff in there, little little jokes, joke sure, slides in between sure. and uh, anecdotes of my own stories and, and things. So, um, and then the, a couple days before they said, oh, by the way, your, your lecture's at two in the afternoon. We're going to do some hands-on things the hands-on. in the exhibit <laughs> hall that you're doing. Yeah, I'm like, what? And, he goes, <laughs> and, and then I get there the night before. He says, okay, the first one's at eight o'clock and the next one's at 11. I'm like. There's more than one. Yeah. <laughs> so my entire day ended up being.
0: They owned you. Yeah, plan. they owned you. But I, <laughs> I saw photos of it. I'm like, you got to admit though, BioClear makes can make a ton more sense when you get a chance to do hands on. I mean, oh, like, absolutely. Like the lectures are all fine and good, but if you're not actually doing it hands on and actually kind of understanding the whole thing, it <laughs> makes less sense. Like, I mean, I think even the, a lot of the video that Dave has done is mm-hmm. good, but it still, it just feels different. Like, you look at it and you go, that, he seems to be doing okay, but mm-hmm. this isn't going to work because this, this, and this. And you're, you know, like, the physics of it from just a visual don't, it doesn't seem like it should work, but it, right. does, it totally does. It's just. Well, what's
1: cool about, like, the Learning Center, you've already been there once, mm-hmm. the Learning Center is mostly uh, hands Mostly hands-on, mostly hands-on there's, on, there's, yeah. There's, like, a 45-minute lecture, and all of a sudden you're doing hands-on for the next two hours, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. then another half hour of lecture, and then you're hands-on for the next two hours it is and you get the chance you're gonna screw it up and fail yes. when you're when you're doing it and they want you the to do that piece. too yeah because we all have to go through that
0: he will and mock he'll, you he'll call you names and everything oh, but
1: he's yeah. full on <laughs>
0: yes, he it's great i mean it is funny <laughs> in, in literally he's he's about the sweetest guy ever but he is he's tough but i think the idea is that i don't you know sometimes i don't know i don't know how the the tough love thing works and like dental school was one of the reasons that I am the way I am, and, and not in a good way, <laughs> but uh, but I mean, GDF. he was tough, but he was real. Uh, what I liked about it was uh, there was there wasn't really any judgment owned to it. He was he was he critiqued it tough, but he critiqued uh-huh. it from the standpoint of clinically, this is what you want it to look like in the mouth, rather than just farting around with the materials. It's like you want to uh-huh. do it the way you're going to do it. I do feel like their I've taken some hands on stuff, and I uh-huh. feel like their hands on course might be one of the best organized and one of the best executed. For sure, for sure I
1: uh, that was my first experience with the microscope too, and, and now I've, I've got yeah. microscope and we we'll the- talk
0: about that we should definitely talk about that, but okay, so just for the listeners who are not they've they've probably heard if they've ever heard on the dental hacks podcast, we talk about it a lot, but what mm-hmm. how would you describe i mean there's there's four parts to it the first part is the biofilm blaster, which is which conceptually just makes sense basically you want yeah. you want to restore clean teeth that that in and of itself is is different and new. There are other people doing that, but Dave is a fanatic about that. And it's probably
1: not, it's probably understated. You know, we, we were always taught, well, acid etch. Well, biofilm doesn't go away chemically. It's got to be mechanically removed. Yeah, And And, and the thing about
0: it is, I think that, I think that since you can't see it, like, um, Mm -hmm. he stains it, you know? And I remember thinking to myself, really? You're going to stain it? But the reality is, I think, I think that probably makes a ton of sense, but it is understated even in his course because, uh, Tapitons don't have a lot of biofilm, so very little. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, I mean, unless you've been licking them, I guess maybe. Yeah. But it's a, so. I mean, but but I mean, he 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 doesn't. He explains why, and he gives you really good reasons to do it. But you don't get a lot of practice doing that. In the, I will say this: when you take one of those things in your office and you like and you you try them like on. Here's what you do. Here's a little tip. Use one of those biofilm blasters on your rubber dam clamps that look like they've been run over by a truck, or they've got crap stuck to them. Or anything. It's you can see that it, it is a it's not it's a mechanical thing, like you said. You're actually removing stuff mechanically. They look like new. It's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. but so then the second the second part of it is the matrix. I mean, the matrix is is very specific to the job. They're right. they're mylar. They're not metal. They make one that's metal, but honestly, I think they're doing that so that people who are uncomfortable with with not having a metal matrix are. I don't know why they did it. Bottom line, yeah. the Mylar matrices. I'm, I'm thinking of I'm thinking of both anterior and posterior. They're, they're different than anything you've seen. They're contoured mm-hmm. correctly, and and then um, heating, heating the composite. Okay. Yeah. So many people think that's crap. So many like people point at all kinds of things, but the composite needs to flow into these. You are injection molding. You are not. You are not mm-hmm. placing these in. I mean, the the concept of strength and polishability is all about you having like a mono block of stuff that you're you're mm-hmm. working on and, and to do that you literally have to pull it out of the heater fast and get it in and get it into the cavity prep and, and light it in other yeah. words the once it's cooling you don't get the advantage of it flowing and that's i think most people get hung up on that they're happy to try a new matrix and they're mm-hmm. like yeah it works pretty and actually i have to say i've done i've done side-by-side comparisons on a type on it, It actually works pretty good even when you don't heat it. Like if you Mm -hmm. put some flowable in there and pushed it around, it works pretty good. But I really do think the the magic of it is in the heating. And no one wants to buy the heater because the heater is not a sexy thing to buy and it's expensive.
1: Yeah. And the thing about you have to to start learning about flow dynamics and and you have to change your GV black prep to a different prep to allow that flow. Yep. And which at first sounds, oh, my God, I got to learn something. It's actually an easier prep. Yeah, than it an easy is, black it prep. It is. I mean, when was the last time you put a pyramid in your box?
0: Yeah, um, we won't that, talk about. That's, it I mean time. that sounds that sounds like that sounds like something <laughs> completely unrelated to dentistry. But but it is. I mean, like the, the shape of the. Pre- Here's the thing that's funny about it, though. BioClear does work pretty well to replace mm-hmm. old amalgams, but you do have to. You have to like wide. Typically, when you're taking out restorative material and decay your your prep shape is funny. So you have to work it. If you run into that before like like yeah. I will say BioClear is perfect for virgin lesions. It's again mm-hmm. a little sexier than I meant it to be, but yeah. Yeah. um like when it's just first time in on the lesion, BioClear is perfect. Second time in, you know, replacing, it works, but you have to kind of you have to engineer the situation, I think is what I found.
1: Yeah. You're 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 redesigning an existing prep that was already GV blackish mm-hmm. and uh you'll have to and That's mostly for the posterior. It. The
0: anterior, mm-hmm. I think those matrices can work in just about any situation.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. For absolutely, and uh, it's it's totally. So we have to tell when I'm we're billing for it. I'm either billing a BioClear or I'm billing a you know composite. Oh, mm-hmm.
0: interesting. Tell me about that. <laughs> I, I I haven't. I'm honestly, dude. I just bill for whatever. I just bill for the surfaces. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't bill it any different
1: well, you just don't want people getting confused if you're closing black triangles yeah and uh if you call it a, a distalingual composite and but' it's time consuming enough on in the anterior that you need to charge for your time mm-hmm. and so you should be planning on about six hundred and nine hundred dollars per triangle and mm-hmm. a triangle is two teeth so mm-hmm. you really are doing a couple teeth for for a fair fee um but if you call it a composite there's the risk that they're gonna you know you know, cause you can't build the insurance for something like that because it's not, it's not a, a filling and, uh, it'll, well, if,
0: okay. Here's the thing. If you're not restoring decay, if you're not, if you're not, if you're not restoring a filling, if you're doing it purely cosmetically, I totally agree. Yeah. But I mean, listen, I'm a diagonal. I'm fixing, I'm fixing huge cavities <laughs> generally speaking. So yeah, yeah. I, I call it a filling. I,
1: I have found that if I was doing a distolingual lingual on number nine or seven, uh, I find it a lot easier to, to be a little bit more aggressive and take away some of the, uh, the contacts that I w- used to want to leave there to help make sure I had a contact. I now kind of get a little bit more aggressive to take that away to make it easier for everything to flow, mm-hmm. knowing that I'm going to get that contact with my, uh, with the BioClear itself anyway. Yeah. So we'll still call it, at that point, yeah, we're calling that a distal, facial and whatever the surfaces are. I mean, we're doing the-
0: this is, you're talking about two different things in the interior. You're talking about a yeah. cosmetic case. Which clearly, yes. I think, it takes a little bit more planning, a little bit. But also, you know, you. I use it for. I don't do so much where I'm. I'm. It's so funny, though. I do have to say, new patients in hygiene. When they have spaces, they they finished braces and they they've been out of mm-hmm. braces for a while. They hate the fact that they've got these gaps. They didn't like the. Yeah. And I think to myself, there we go. It's Dave invented this system for them. I mean, it's diastema yes. closures, little diastema closures and and then you can ask them, so what if i could do that with with barely touching your tooth barely barely removing any and of course that's what they want they're like i just want yeah. it, it is perfect for that but also i have to say for me it's really good for run of the mill restorative dentistry like it's i like yeah. i like you said it's uh, class 2s people always talk about how much they hate doing class 2 composites i like it but i've mm-hmm. also been doing the bioclear thing posterior for almost a year now i mean i had i I had them before they were even available to the real world. No, I mean, in reality, he had he was trying to decide thickness of matrices they were going to sell and stuff like that. So he he sent mm-hmm. some beta testing stuff to me. I was lucky enough to try. I freaking love, love it. That. I mean, they had yeah. they had the posterior set. There was a mm-hmm. BioClear posterior before the BioFit matrices. I didn't mm-hmm. use them. I didn't use my. I, I didn't. Get, I didn't have the luck with them that I did with uh, the anterior. So I just was really. I would use them on the distals of canines occasionally, but. But the biofit, the new ones, they're they're like night and day difference. They are, they are yeah. they make class twos fun and easy as far as I'm concerned. But you kind of yeah, have you yeah. kind of have to drink the Kool Aid, right? Like it's to get the bit. results, you kind of have to kind of have to do it with the full on heater. You got it, you know. And and I think people are hesitant to want to. They want to try a new matrix, is what it's because that's a cheap way to do it.
1: So right, right. Well, what's funny is um, it, it's when the light bulb goes off, it, it goes off pretty well. The the practice in Mountain View that I work at, uh, they the guy helped was one of the developers or he was one of the beta testers for Invisalign. So okay. they do a ton of Invisalign in this place. Well, what happens with Invisalign pretty often is black triangles. Yeah. And uh, they have a whole lot of patients there. I mean, this is a, this is a pretty big and busy practice. Sure. That, you know, three associates and, and I can't t- count how many hygienists. And uh, it's almost like when I said I sh- was showing them these slides from BioClare of the black triangles. It was like th- that's the answer that they've been looking for. Because no one was accepting porcelain veneers to, to fill in these spaces. Well, yeah,
0: they went uh, through all this minimally invasive. I mean, exactly. orthodontics is, is super minimally invasive, right? And yeah. so that's turn around and say, oh, and by the way, you're going to need. That's mm-hmm. awesome. It's perfect for that.
1: Yeah. So they, they now they're registered for uh, to come down in August to, 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 to Tacoma and, and, and learn of that as well. So uh, there's just a ton. I mean, they, they do. I can't tell you how many Invisalign per month, uh, more than I probably have ever done in my entire career that's cool and they do a monthly so they're having black triangles monthly
0: yeah so. interesting okay so you know i totally derailed you talking about the sleep avenue in mountain view so why don't you get back on that as <laughs> a that's how this podcast goes it's sort of stream of oh, consciousness
1: I I, yeah I, I think i said it didn't i
0: well i mean yeah, i I, I, just I, <laughs> I just find that i just find that that the whole mountain view thing the idea of like that's where tons of of the technology that we use every day is coming from and i didn't realize yeah. that that's where you were you were working that's very cool
1: I learned my geography a little bit better. Cupertino is just around the corner, uh-huh. and that's where Apple's at. So Apple and Google are like headquartered in neighbors. So what and, kind of uh, so what kind of clientele does
0: a practice like that have? Oh I my can God, only I saw a
1: McLaren dealership around the corner. Of course, that, you did. I mean that. There's there's money down there. Yeah, I uh, mean, of course, people with money don't want to give it up. So that there's that. That is
0: true. I mean, the reality <laughs> is, everyone says, "Oh, you want to work in a wealthier?" I'm like, "Yeah." The difference is, the wealthy people they know that they can own you. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, and they don't want to. They don't want to pay for anything either. No one really does. So
1: yeah. Like well, it was funny. I I had a, a consult. They they didn't know what to do with this patient. They they found me online and saw that I was in California sometimes too. Came in for a cosmetic consult, and I I presented and I have a little PowerPoint that it kind of explains pretty much why I'm different than uh than other dentists. I don't. I want them to know that I know how. It's to not just the and, smell. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, so then it was, it ended up being 20 units and oh, wow. I told the staff to come collect the money, you know, do the financial arrangements and and they didn't know what to do. It was, it, it was foreign to them, but then, you know, I flew down. I actually did a, an extra trip for this person. When sure. someone writes write a check like that. Yeah. You, you want me there on Sunday? Okay. Yes. Fly yes. Down.
0: 9 PM. I'm there. Thank you. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> so it was actually was kind of cool uh, for her. I, I made sure I, I embellished a little, uh, I didn't embellish. I just made sure she was aware. Mm-hmm. I, I prepped her teeth, and I said, uh, you know, as soon, so as soon as we're done here, then I'm going back to the airport. She goes, what? And I said, well, I flew in last night for you, and then as soon as we're done, I'm going home. She goes, but you flew down just for me. I did. Wow. I didn't bother saying. You wrote that check. That that covered my flight.
0: That helps. So. Yeah, that helps. It's not like I walked, <laughs> sweetheart. Just saying. That's, that's, but uh, that's so cool. So. So like, where do you stay when you're there? Like, you're there for oh how how long? Are you there usually? So Did you we slept together? You know how cheap I am. I know, right?
1: I'm in Motel Six. Good. Well, go. good. <laughs> Why leave, the hell not? <laughs> you leave the super fancy,
0: super fancy office, and you you head out to the Motel Six. I well, love it.
1: It's a lot less profitable if you spend a lot of money on a hotel. No, I know, I know, I so, get <laughs> it. I get it. I mean, it's you gotta you
0: gotta keep. So you're not, but you don't have like some apartment that you share with some, uh, you know. Fabulous I, he, drug dealer or something like about, that.
1: We, we we've talked about establishing uh, some place that just is you know routine and, and things, but you know it's hard to beat Motel Six. As uh, you know, I was gonna say, your business
0: model on that is going to be tough to beat, and they'll keep the yeah. light on for you. No, that's super. Yeah, yeah that's right.
1: Yeah, Tom Botet's really accommodating. Yeah, no, you know? Tom. Hey, Tom's a good guy.
0: <laughs> so wow. So you, so you do you have a do you rent a car there? Or do you have a car there? Yeah. Okay. No, nah, I just
1: rent. You know, the cheapest possible. So for isn't that like 30 f- bucks. Funny. It's like, it's like your, your
0: lifestyle in some ways. I mean, you're doing this <laughs> once a month at least, right? At least usually twice. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Wow. That is in, and, and yet, I mean, it it's worth it for the flight and the, how long's the flight from Seattle to to? It's, not, it's only ninety minutes. Yes, okay, it's, it's not
1: bad. I mean, it's I, I've I've know people that that's their daily commute. Yes, yeah, so, so oh. you
0: you in Seattle <laughs> you could easily drive that exactly for, and exactly. go five miles exactly.
1: My, and my, my practice in Seattle is only about two miles from the airport. Mm-hmm. And so when I'm done, I get to the airport. I've I've got the clear and the TSA pre check. So I literally walk right to the gate. That's and cool. so I, it takes me no time whatsoever. I, and I'm not checking a bag, so I can if I have a seven p.m. flight. I can show up at uh, six fifteen, and because uh, they really want you boarding at six thirty. Yeah, in and, Seattle, uh, that's
0: saying a lot. Because I, I remember the security line when you yeah. don't have that stuff. Wow.
1: Yes. So uh, I, I I can be pretty quick through the whole thing. It's not now everybody at the like the Delta lounge they all recognize me. We, oh, welcome back. Yeah, you know, yeah, I'm you're here all the time. Yeah. Well, See I mean, week. I think there's
0: what's funny is like. That's like a very jet-setting lifestyle. I suspect it's it gets a little. So you work two days when you're there. Is that how it works? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. God, it's that's crazy. Like, like I love it. I absolutely <laughs> love the fact that you're doing that. I don't think I would love it for me, but I love mm-hmm. that someone's doing that, and I can so I can talk about it like it's mine. See, I'm, I'll just. <laughs> but but it's well, like. But- well, I'm flying to Mountain View this afternoon for two days of and I like that.
1: It's not glamorous, yeah. not at all. This is uh, no yeah. You kind of all. killed the glamour with
0: the Motel Six and the, <laughs> and the cheap rental car. But I mean, I, I, I do, I do love it still. But so, and what kind of? So what kind of? You're doing? They asked you to put together a sleep apnea program, yeah. essentially,
1: right? Yeah, so we're trying to. Um, so I'm actually going to be. How's this next week? I, I'll I'll work there in Mountain View on Thursday, but instead of working for them on Friday, I'm actually lecturing Friday and Saturday in San Francisco for the, the Blue Sky Bio Academy. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's okay. That's where you're going to be when I'm in Seattle.
1: Yeah, and so I'm trying to get the staff that's going to help implement sleep to come Show up and up. be yeah. audience. Yeah, and um, and, and so yeah, the the idea is is to implement sleep. But if they, it's been a slower go and, you know, cause when people say, well, I'm just going to kind of learn, I don't, I'm not going to take a course. So I'll just do it myself or, or I'll figure it out. It's just, it's just a much slower go. You you do mm-hmm. need to have some training and the staff is the key to the whole thing yep. because it's mostly staff driven. Yep. And so if they're not motivated, if they don't know what to look for, you know, then, then it's a lot harder. Mm-hmm. And so, um. While I'm down there, if they don't have patients for me to see doing that, I'm, I'm doing everything. I'll, I'll do their, I, at this point, I'm doing a lot of their endo. Mm-hmm. And uh, God, I don't do a whole lot of endo in my own practice. So mm-hmm. I had to quickly remember how all the instruments work and, and things I lo- like that.
0: <laughs> I love it. I'm going to get a job in Colorado and do, uh, do, do some endo. Do you yeah. Handle? No, I no, I don't have any idea yeah. what I'm doing. But um, <laughs> it's Colorado. I live in mid, I live in Michigan. What, what's the problem? And then they gave me the wave one. Yeah. You know, so
1: that's a slightly different technique. It's yeah. not rocket science, but no. it's different. Yeah, I mean, and it's it, not... it is, what I understand
0: is good. But I mean, what what I love about if and, and for listeners who've ever worked, it's really funny. Okay, so like once I had my own office, and and, mm-hmm. and when you're in your own office and your head's buried in your own little world. You just think, like, this is how dentistry is going to be done, and you, you find stuff that works for you, and you get reps on it, and you really like it, and that's that. Then you go and work in someone else's practice, and either you're a complete jackass, and you demand that they do everything the way you want to do it, or you mm-hmm. you can be flexible and figure out how to do it. And, I mean, it sounds like you're flexible about that, but it mm-hmm. is funny. Have you ever noticed, like, dentistry can be done in a lot? a lot of different ways that you didn't realize yeah. you know like oh yeah or work at a mission of mercy if you really want to see that because basically mission of mercy the materials they have on hand are the ones that were donated to them so basically whatever oh, yeah. what you know like like oh yeah we got all kinds of stuff and it's like half empty bottles of bonding agent and and whatever composite like shade what shade <laughs> Just oh god material.
1: I, I donated today uh we're at key arena uh where the sonics used to play before mm-hmm. they got stolen and taken to oklahoma city <laughs> uh we had a, a donated services for people less advantaged. Mm-hmm. And um, so I, I donated it. Oh, my God. It was so hard because yeah. I, I'm using a, a chair that's not really supposed to be a dental chair. No, I and know. I'm, I'm using instruments that aren't really I would never use. And, and uh, you know, they didn't have any cement. Someone something happened and, and needed a crown re-cemented. Well, they didn't have any cement. I, I mean, <laughs> whatever was donated. And, and I know so the, peop- the people that had experience, they brought their own stuff. Mm-hmm. They, they knew that they, they knew they what they animation.
0: wouldn't have, essentially. Exactly.
1: Yeah. So I wished I wished I would have done
0: that i it's really funny I, I worked at a mission of mercy and and they they actually have the mobile dental chairs which are not they're mm-hmm. you wouldn't want to work on them every day but they're <laughs> they're better than like a lawn chair or something basically mm-hmm. and um but what I realized is I work I have a like one of those saddle chairs and I sit up real high like almost standing and I'm so <laughs> do you out like of my those? I do I do I've been using oh them for years i I will say that there's a lot of different kinds of them, but I found myself I definitely sit higher than I think in, I think most dental okay. people do, and so when I'm sitting at a like in a chair that can only go so high, I couldn't. Mm-hmm. Have, first off, my loops are built at a, a focal length that's t- that's taller, like where I'm right. sitting further yeah. away. So when your chair doesn't go up that way, but your loops do, <laughs> oh, it was it was, it was ho- well, yeah, I was kind of half. It was kind of horrible. And then on top of the fact, at least I had my chair-side assistant who knew what she was doing. That's I've been to one where I, like, uh, worked with a college student that was, like, an English major that was just volunteering, and that was my assistant. You're like, oh, my gosh. Uh-huh. But, but, I mean, materials-wise, they had sort of a hodgepodge of materials. And the patients were grateful no matter what. And, I mean, like, you used your skill set to the max because you kind of wanted to make it work. <laughs> but you're also like, yeah. I don't really want them to know that I, it was me that did this. Like, this is <laughs> – this this composite is is definitely passable. It's maybe not the best polish I've ever gotten, but it's also mm-hmm. D four. You know, it's like because that's what they had, and and I mean, like the shade the shade's not very good, and and clearly the guy got what he paid for on that deal. Well, that, most of
1: the crack wars really aren't that discerning. On
0: I, shame. You know what's you know what's
1: funny about the Michigan
0: one though? Like they don't. There's no screening for actual need. You know, it's not. It's not like these are all people who are oh, yeah. who are destitute. It's, it's like free dentistry. Just show up if you'll bother to wait in line. You can come in. Well, the problem uh-huh. is that these are some of these people have regular dentists, but they're like, ah, this tooth broke, and you could do it for free. And I, I, in some yeah. ways, it disheartened me. I'm like, so you're you're so loyal to your dentist that. The first free feeling that comes along your way, you're like, screw this, I'm yeah. out of here, you know. Yeah. I, I don't know that I can necessarily say that, but but it's just like a um Yeah, it wasn't I didn't do my best work and I, I really wanted to, but I didn't. Yeah. And you know, yeah. now I'm used to literally being able to when I when I want to, I can pull a microscope down off the wall and really get into it. Or I can mm-hmm. so I'm I'm in a way, I look at the fact that you went into someone else's practice and just picked it up and did what they asked you to do. You're a stud that way cuz I'm like a fussy <laughs> fussy little man about stuff like that. I really am.
1: Well, I get, I still am a diva on some things occasionally. Like they'll give me one thing, I'm like, "I'm not using this." I, I, no. Well, I'll I'll, I'll find something else. This is what we'll use. Yeah. But most of the time, yeah, I, I roll with it just because. Try not make it's my my practice. I'm an employee. And I know, I, that's, and I, that's, that's going away. I love it. I, I I'm not the boss. Yeah. how awesome is that? So there's there's total
0: upside and downside on both ends. Yeah. Of that. I, I think we probably could get into that quite deeply, <laughs> really? actually. But so so I mean, you so you're actually saying you like being an employee on that end of things?
1: I am so burned out on uh, being the boss, the manager, and, and everything. I would much rather take a cut and pay and just show up. Get a and do test. dentistry and they, this this is why i think corporate dentistry is doing uh, taken over is because the people are saying i'm i'm fed up with this and and having all that these headaches of staff and this and that i'm just going to sell out and just be the employee uh, I, I don't think it's working out for everybody i yeah. think a lot of people are going oh that was a bad bad move yeah. and i think it's working for others though and i and i'm exploring that maybe that'll be the what i next what chapter. i think is why can't
0: people who are socially connected like mm-hmm. Dental Hacks Nation, I'm talking about you. People who actually seem to have a similar mindset about at least some things. Mm-hmm. Why couldn't you have like a, a practice that's a big enough practice with multiple dentists run by someone with a business mind, not a mm-hmm. cutthroat per se, but have a way to calibrate the way that the dentist treatment plan or have one dentist be the treatment planner who figures they figure out the gold standard and then have individual dentists that, that sort, of, sort of specialize, not specialize in the sense of, of the, you know, the specialties that we recognize. But for instance, mm-hmm. one person does posterior composites. They do posterior directs or or and, and, or and like posterior quadrant dentistry, something like that, where you can get really efficient and good at it. Mind you, I think a lot of people like the variety, but there's times when you – I think the mm-hmm. efficiency comes when you sort of take the – the people who – okay, Justin Moody does really well, and you know what he doesn't do? Occlusal composites. That's what he doesn't do. <laughs> he does mouthful, mouthful of implants, and he does really yeah. well with that, and he doesn't yeah. have to worry about – you know, the latest research on bonding agents. He doesn't have to Mm. worry about, you know, the latest endophiles because he doesn't do that. He's got other people to do that. And so in a way, it isn't specializing necessarily in the sense that you go back to school to specialize, which I think is fine to do, but why can't, focus, mind you, I haven't been able to figure out how to do that because I'm so used to owning my (laughs) own practice. I love the concept, but I don't know that I'm, I'm enough of a, I don't know that I want to give up that kind of control for, for certain things. I don't want to have to pay the bills. I don't want to have to do the books. I don't have to do any of that stuff. But it's like I'm just taking the good with the bad and, you know, I'm frustrated with it sometimes. I hear what you're saying. Being an employee would kick ass, I think.
1: Yeah. There's some definite advantages. Hey, I I just got to thinking. I was on Justin's podcast and we did something. I don't think it was uh, intentional or by design, but it ended up being uh, kind of funny, Uh, which reminded me of um, Jimmy Kimmel doing mean tweets. Yeah. We we need to have a section or segment where we read our bad reviews. Okay. About us and uh, and then okay i'm going to go I,
0: first <laughs> <laughs> i'm we're going to do a mini one right here cuz i have Did you do it right I, now?
1: I, I really i really only have i, I, I this you sound, only got one?
0: this sounds really arrogant but there's really only one that i can find on facebook you, on facebook we have well, like I I, a 30 i know but but you know what's really funny i've said this and no one believes it but reviews are not as big a deal in a in a smaller town it's funny mm-hmm. but it's so true it's like interesting um, i'm going to find it i just saw it a couple <laughs> days ago it doesn't really bother me because it's it's not true yeah you know and i don't don't think if if we got a bunch of this where in the how do i okay see y'all okay i don't think he actually left a review though he like left a comment on someone else yeah here we go can't believe y'all denied me for being less than 10 minutes late for an appointment this was my last resort to fix my pain within my budget now i am left suffering and cannot afford anywhere else way to take care of your patients frowny face so he did not actually leave stars. He didn't leave that as a review. It was a comment on someone else's good review.
1: So you don't, you don't even have a bad. No, I bad don't.
0: Review. And and yeah. the funny thing is, like I it it pissed me off when he did it. And uh-huh. I I honestly think if I wanted to, I could probably delete it. Like, yeah. but but on the other hand, um, I think it. I think bad reviews lend credence to the fact that you're an actual person because typically, yeah. the the bad review people write them poorly enough. Yeah. That people go, yeah, there really is a crazy dude that's actually wrote that. And and so I don't like this well, crazy dude. So clearly I'll like this dentist.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I think it's good. There, there's a couple of reasons why bad reviews are actually positive. Mm-hmm. Um, it gives you a chance to react and let the other people see that you handled it correctly and, and with respect and things like that. So if you handle a bad review correctly, it can be good. If you handle it poorly, then yeah, well, you're good. Yeah,
0: <laughs> and and I, I have to say, how many times do you read someone who comes on defensive on Google and like, Wants to defend themselves and stuff like that. And it's just cringeworthy to, to, yeah to read. You're like, just don't, those, eh, that's not worth it.
1: Not worth it. Yeah. I usually just agree with them, you know, saying, I'm really sorry for your experience. Uh, Mm -hmm. I had one person, she showed up late. It was 5.15 on Wednesday and I was about to, I had to go to the airport. I mean, I'm going to Mountain View. I I don't have time. And so she had broken a tooth and, uh, and I gave her a prescription and a referral. She needed to go to the oral surgeon. she, She needed the rest of her teeth to go too. She, said she wasn't in any pain or anything like that, so there wasn't any urgency. But I gave her a script and everything like that. But it was it was pretty quick, and we told her it was you know, at the end of the day. We'll we'll take a real, real quick peek. We probably won't be treating.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, then she immediately goes to Google to get, leave a review, saying uh, you know, to, way to ignore me and, and uh, treat me like I wasn't worth your time, and you were in a hurry. I'm like, well, we warned you; I had a flight to catch. But uh, so I just responded, said, "I'm really sorry for your experience. I hope the specialist can take care of you better than I can." Mm-hmm. Well. You know I, I think that that's actually gonna look good in, in the in the big picture that you know yeah I, I ignored you because I gave you a, a specialist I, I wasn't just ignoring you
0: I, I you know the other thing is I swear to God and maybe it's just me but I think people can read tone on those things like yeah. first off people who leave bed people who are really angry about something are much more likely to want to try and hurt you and they find reviews are a way to hurt you. People mm-hmm. who have a good experience, they're in no freaking rush, man. They're like, "Yeah, this was great." But so that's okay. where you, you kind of do have to ask them when you know that 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 it's been good. But do you have a good? Or do you have a great bad review you can read of yours that that you would that would we would find oh, enjoyable? Yeah, my
1: very first Yelp review was like 2010, February mm-hmm. 2010. This this woman, uh, she's just insane. She wrote a book. I mean, this thing is so long mm-hmm. that any anybody reading it's going to say, oh, my God, this person's insane. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was probably a thousand words. Nice. And, and, at, the, and you, at the time, Yelp would only let you respond with 600 characters, which is about <laughs> two sentences. It's like a tweet. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And so and I kept trying to find a way to, to either delete it or respond or, or, or whatever. Uh, this is before I realized that uh, um, there was a filter function. And within mm-hmm. a week, it would have gone away. It was the first and only... Uh, review.
0: I see. But, so she wouldn't have, wouldn't have lasted. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But because I responded and, and kind of stirred things up, it's now permanent. Oh man. And oh man. Locked on there. <laughs> but I mean, she, she had MS and she could never get in to see her physician. And so she would come in and kind of fake tooth pain for me to give her Vicodin. Mm-hmm. And, uh, what, what ended up happening was it was the end of the year. And, um, and she said, I have never used any of my insurance, so just do whatever you can. That doesn't cost me any money. I have no money, but I have a lot of insurance. Yeah. And, and all she had left were just tons of decay. Yeah. And I said, and everything were crowns. I said, there's nothing left for to do that will cost nothing out of pocket. You'll have, still have to contribute some. And so she got mad and left, found another office, and said that uh, this new office found all this decay. that I said that nothing was wrong. I said, well, no, nothing was wrong that was insurance only. Yeah. And <laughs> so... And then uh, and she had interviewed me to f- make sure that I was caring about her her condition. I'm like, no, you you came to because you I, mean, I was easier to get drugs from than your In your physician.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: And when I when I finally said this is not serious enough pain, and I cut you off from your n- narcotics, is when you went ballistic. So, it's yeah. oh,
0: that sounds like a nightmare. It sounds like yeah, an absolute nightmare. I'm just,
1: but I kind of like the review because it's so damn long. Yeah,
0: <laughs> well, I mean, that's there's this point of pride that you have one of the longer reviews on there. You got to admit that, but <laughs> that's <laughs> so as as usual as these podcasts tend to go we Mm -hmm. didn't go anywhere where i thought we would but it was i I mean that's that that i think that that should probably be like the tagline for the thing yeah no idea where we're going with this that's that's probably the but (laughs) this was was, it was great fun i mean it's great fun we're already literally we're there we're you know like for we try and aim for about 45 minutes and we're there so uh i suspect we'll have you on again probably multiple times but this was great fun man thank you very much for 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 spending the time with me and we will uh we'll definitely do it again we'll talk to you again soon lance all right thanks If you have any questions or comments about the Allen Meat Experience, anything like that, email me at Allen at the Allen Meat I'd love it if you go over to iTunes and leave me a review. Right now I don't have very many. We'd love to get up uh, on the charts. So leave five stars, leave a review, and we will talk to you again very soon.